This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll. And <clears throat> I'm here, joined remotely by... That's Snack Polly Cupcakes. What's up, Polly? Oh, nothing much. Just, uh, you know, coming uh, off some good Caps games. Happy. Excited. Yeah. Tell us more. Where are you at right now? I'm at the in-laws down in the mountains. Well, I guess Summersville's more in uh, in the valley of the mountains, but I'm in the mountains, West Virginia. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I'm trying to pick up the uh, the DraftKings sponsor, so if you can just kind of rag the puck here for me. What else is new? Oh, well, um, I've got some, well, you can probably hear my dog right now. Yeah, I thought uh, you said your wife was going to come pick her up. Uh, she did. She must have got away from her. Um <laughs> Uh, well, I got some new hockey jerseys. I uh, got a couple NWHL jerseys, and I've got a Hillary Knight on the way, PWHPA. Nice. Jersey. So I'm pretty excited about that. Support women's hockey, folks. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, <clears throat> did UFC 260, 261 happen yet? Uh, I think yeah, that was this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Well, DraftKings uh, is always giving you the best uh, information and odds on UFC stuff and sports across the book. So check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app and the DraftKings app, the official daily daily par, par, daily fantasy partner of UFC, giving you a huge shot at cash prizes for most weekend most weeks fights um, and. Lots of other sports events. So, you know, if you haven't tried it yet, for like fantasy MMA, it's really easy. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up loads for advances, takedowns, and more. Basically, anything that the judges are scoring, you get to score too. There is no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey. Where DraftKings has even more, even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now or the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which gives you even more direct sports gambling options. And use promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Again, DraftKings app and the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code THPN. Thank us later. Thank us later. Mm. So that was a pretty chaotic start. <clears throat> As I was getting things ready, I uh, totally forgot that we had sponsors. Uh, sorry, DraftKings. Don't fire us. We love you. Love your app. Hey, we made we made it happen. We did. You made did. it happen. <laughs> All right. Let's pop some tabs and get into it, huh? Yeah. One, two, three. Okay. Polly, I see you have quite the... A myriad of notes or quite myriad of notes. I don't know. Never mind. Bad in English. Um, 
Tell us about Brief League news. Uh, yeah, so Patrick Marlowe, we mentioned last week that he tied Gordie Howe for the most games ever played, and on Monday against Vegas, he eclipsed that, and so he is now the um, sole holder of most games ever played. I actually saw on Twitter today, uh, Patrick Marlowe has been in the NHL longer than the Atlanta Thrashers were. <laughs> he, uh, that that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, he almost. I think he's doubled him up because what did they move? I think it was like ninety nine through two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. So is that all the Atlanta yeah. Thrashers were only up for three years? No. No, ninety nine to two thousand eleven. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Yes, that makes more sense. Right. Sorry, I thought you. I thought you said 2001. I was like, what? Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they still exist as the Winnipeg Jets, but still, I mean, he, he lasted twice as long as Atlanta's hockey team. <laughs> I'm sure the Atlanta Flames fans, old school out there, are going to be pretty butthurt about that. Um, it is weird that Atlanta has had two hockey teams. They, yeah, it's uh, definitely not a good hockey market, so they need to quit trying. Yeah. <laughs> Or just get the people in Atlanta to figure it the fuck out. Yeah, well, you know, with the, the new way that expansion drafts have been going, if if they put a new team in with an expansion draft, they might be okay because they can, right. you know, have a team catered to win. Fair enough. Absolutely. Um, Spencer Knight debut, American kid, right? Yeah, just uh, fresh out of college. He played on uh, the 20th, so that was Tuesday, Wednesday, um, in a Florida victory over Columbus. He saved 33 of 34 shots, so looks like they've got three goalies that they can uh, rely on in the playoffs. Dude, so how about how about that life? Like, you're just getting out of college. I don't know if he finished with a degree. I guess it really doesn't fucking matter because he's going to Florida uh, playing for the Panthers on uh, on an entry level contract and first of all you don't have to pay any fucking taxes which is great and you live in Florida which is i mean they're what Miami area like north of Miami the Panthers yeah i believe so and the fact that he's an american citizen means that he's only paying federal tax i don't know you know the canadians they they probably have to pay extra cuz they're canadian so right it's a real, real good spot for an American to end up. Yeah. And, you know, talk about Florida on the come, on the hard come, if you will. Yeah. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're coming hard. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a low key. I mean, Quinville, Joel Quinville, uh, they've low key really got it together. I'm pretty sure Carolina may have clinched last night, but they're right behind them. So <clears throat> interesting, very interesting uh, dynamic there in Florida. It's going to be able to, it's going to be cool to, I think, uh, pa- watch pan out. Um, well, Roberto so, Longo. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Um, well, well, we'll skip ahead a little bit because you talked about clinching. Uh, Carolina hasn't clinched yet, Ooh. but uh, three of the four West Division spots have been clinched. Golden Knights were the first ones to do it on Wednesday. Uh, they just had their ninth straight win last night on Saturday. Avalanche clinched on uh, Wednesday, Thursday 
the 22nd in the wild just clinched on Saturday. So those are the only three that have clinched so far, but uh, I believe Carolina, I mean, Carolina's leading their division. They're, I think they're one game away from clinching. Yeah. I mean, it's like they need like one win to, to lock in their spot. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's definitely telling because I think the East is the East's fourth spot and maybe even third is going to come down to the wire. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, so we'll see what, um, what happens there. I think it's very telling, uh, what the most competitive division in hockey is when all these teams are clinching with still 10 games to go or, or, or so give or take 10 games. We've got Nate Thomas here from the, um, uh, the quack report. I'm pretty sure. Right. Polly verify me. Yeah. On that. Yeah. The quack report ducks preparing to clinch for last in the West. Let's go. Hey, tank city, man. You got to get those, uh, got to get those, um, those tank pickups. It looks like, there's been a couple high picks for you guys so far, so uh, we'll see. We'll see how the the Ducks do the rebuild. And Corey Perry is coming off the books here soon, so good stuff. Um, the OA or okay, so so what's next? Let's go back up here. OHL will not play this season. Yeah, so they were delayed trying to figure it out with COVID, and I think they they just decided to call it quits because they. They weren't going to be able to figure it out, which kind of, uh, I guess, goes along with the fact that women's world championship was just canceled, uh, well, postponed with no makeup date in mind. And I'll get into that on the Thursday episode in snack time. Definitely not a positive take. I'm, I'm going to be, uh, you know, pretty, pretty negative because I think it's terrible. But, uh, you know, on, I listened to the NHL radio on Sirius and they made some good points about how this could hurt some kids draft stock in the OHL. And, you know, maybe especially if guys are in their, their final year of juniors and, you know, they could have made a splash and got themselves a look and this could hurt some kids uh, just, you know, with their draft and then it just sucks that they're not getting their season. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And They're talking about like the year 2021, like the 2020, 2021 season. Is that what they're talking about? Or they're talking about the 21, 22 season for the 2021. Uh, so it was, okay. it was, um, this past season just had been delayed. Oh. Uh, and so, I mean, they're not even going to put together a bubble and I'm, I'm not sure, but I believe they did cancel the Memorial cup, uh, since, the OHL wouldn't be able to put a team in. It kind of took away from the integrity. So the, the, was it the WHL and the Q are the other teams that play for that. So they're not going to have that this year. Right. That makes sense. <clears throat> okay. The NHL extends the West schedule to May 13th. That's probably a good idea considering there were so many, uh, COVID postponements. Um, that is probably going to be a shit show of a flurry of games there those past that last week or so. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I, it's important though, because they're still fighting for that, that one spot that remains uh, the blues are just behind Arizona. Who's in fourth, but the blues have three games at hand, San Jose and LA still have a small chance if they turn it on. So, you know, they definitely need to make sure they keep those games open. Right. And, uh, 
you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that leads to Canada being extended because Canucks missed like two weeks. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, you know, I mean, I, th- I think that you have to have all the games played. Like, I don't think that they should just be like, oh, well, we'll just go now and start the playoffs. I think that it just in the sake of fairness for the Stanley Cup, that's already going to have an asterisk behind it, at least I think. Um, you're going to have to at least have everybody play the the same amount of regular season games, don't you think? I agree. You know, I mean, if if worse comes to worse and they have to, you know, if, if this gets pushed back another month or two, if, if things get crazy, I can see where they would want to just go off a point percentage. But if they can, with everything in their power, they need to play everyone. Is it 56? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> cool. Well, a uh, little bit of a positive note. Shout out Jake the Snake Verona for his four goal night in Detroit's seven three win over Dallas Thursday, which ended Dallas's eight game point streak. Uh, I love to see it first of all, and we knew that this could happen. But and then look, I'm just going to take one hit, one shot at Verona right now. A four goal night is great. It's awesome. It's amazing, but it doesn't exactly like help your team win more than one game. Yeah. Whereas all four of Mantha's goals were pretty, pretty important in close games, you know? Absolutely. Um, that's exactly what I was going to say. A four goal night is great, but it's better if you just score one goal in four straight games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Verona, that's all we needed. One goal a game, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, great to see it. Great to see. It. He's got five goals with with Detroit right now. I mean, he's feeling himself. He's got support there. I think that Detroit's treating him right, and that's all we, you know, that's all we could want for our little son. Exactly. Um, you know, I I cut you off earlier. You were gonna you were gonna read the note. Roberto Luongo has been named the manager for Team Canada's 2021 uh, World Championship team. So hopefully, they are able to get that tournament together. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way because it's the men's tournament. But once again, I'll get into that on uh, Thursday. Gotcha. And uh, if anyone listening is a Chicklets fan, you're very familiar with Keith Yandel, the the song master. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he just clinched the second longest Ironman streak at nine fifteen, and he's now chasing Doug Jarvis, who has the longest streak of 964 and like it's really crazy a thousand games is like that benchmark that like guys want to get to and the fact that he's almost done it without missing a game is just insane right yeah a consecutive thousand games you know iron man streak a thousand games in the nhl is an insane benchmark regardless but doing that all consecutively is is crazy uh you know We've had uh, Iron Man, Caps Iron Man himself, Carl Alsner on, and he's shown us some of his battle scars as far as like his fist that looks like a, a basically like a club um, <laughs> from blocking yeah. shots and, and you know taking hits off the arm or off the off the hand there. Um, so definitely, uh, <clears throat> and you know when you when you have that like Keith Yandel, second longest in in NHL history, you're just like, I wonder what the boys are like. I wonder if they're like, we just have to protect him. <laughs> so he doesn't get hurt. Right. 
You know, like anybody fucking touches Yandel, you're fucking dead. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I hope he breaks it and makes it to a thousand. That would be a mate. I mean, I don't think that ever. That's a that's a record that may never be broken if he can get to it. Right. Yeah. No doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's not a it's not a stats based. I guess in the sense of other than games played in a row, it's not like you're lighting it up every one of those games, but it's an impressive feat nonetheless. Right. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> Suspensions. Edler. Vancouver Canucks defenseman. Yeah, two games for a uh, a knee a kneeing penalty to Zach Hyman. Um, I mean, I don't think it was terribly egregious, but it's the right call. Um, kneeing can be so dangerous. I don't think Hyman ended up hurt off of it, at least not long term. So that's good. But I mean, kneeing is something they can't ignore. That I mean, I, I feel like that's almost as important as protecting the head. Was it in like a knee to knee hit? Yeah, dude. When I played in high school, like kneeing was the was the thing. Like, step into the transition, like as they take you wide, just step into the transition and then lead with the knee into the boards. Well, if you're smart, you can use other parts of your body to make it not look like a knee on knee. Right. I mean, I w- yeah, right. <laughs> Like you were saying, if you finish with the body there, you're yeah. not going to catch as much attention for the knee on knee. Right. Exactly. No doubt. Um, Toronto's Joe Thornton fined 3K, the maximum allowable under the CBA, for interference with Winnipeg's uh, Matty Perot, which is ex-cap there. Um, what happened? Um, he just kind of... You know, they, they looked like they were near the boards. And, I mean, the puck was clearly gone. It was definitely interference. I think it's weak that he's being fined for it. Right. I think it was uh, two pound, two minutes, that's all he needs. I don't think – I mean, 3K means nothing to Jumbo Joe, I'm sure. But uh, I think it was weak that they fined him. But it was definitely a penalty. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> injuries, Carey Price out at least a week. Uh, concussion yeah, he- protocol. That's not good for the Habs. No, especially because, you know, even though he's not elite anymore, I don't think people are convinced he is. So that's got to have Montreal scared as they're fighting for that. Because um, I think Canada, no one's clinched yet. And I think Montreal's in a spot right now, but the Canucks have got to be scaring everybody because they've got games on hand at everybody. And, and surging. Uh, they're surging yeah, a bit. So, the last thing you want to see when you're fighting for a playoff spot is your franchise goalie out with a head injury. Right. Uh, well, best of luck to Carey Price. <clears throat> you know, Carey Price always just seems so disinterested in the game. <laughs> like, I know he's not, but just whenever you talk, whenever you see footage of him, he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yeah. He'll always be a legend in my mind for using his wife's underwear as a pocket square. <laughs> oh man bringing it back that's that's been a few years ago that he did that um so back when they were able to have award ceremonies with people in attendance <laughs> right exactly exactly um tyler bertuzzi out for the season for the detroit red wings because of an upper body injury he hasn't played since january 30 he may need surgery um, it's an interesting dynamic there as they pick up Verona, uh, 
I think that Tyler Bertuzzi is probably going to be, you know, he's definitely a top six on that team. So interesting to see. Uh, hope he recovers post haste. Uh, Dylan Larkin, though, also out season for the season due to upper body injury. Reevaluate in two weeks. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> it sucks that these players are getting injured, but you might as well. Uh, I mean, it's not like Detroit's in any sort of playoff hunt, right? Absolutely. I think Detroit, given their 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 situation, they should be in no hurry. I, if anyone gets a bump and bruise, just sit them, rest them. You know, don't yeah. don't force anything. Right. Now, interestingly enough, Tyler Bertuzzi and Dylan Larkin are, um, you know, top six forwards on that team. Do you think that when they come back, they bump Verona down to a third line in this, like, a third line role for Verona again? I don't think so. I I think the fact that they gave up Mantha to get Verona, they definitely think highly of him. Right. So, Fair I mean, I think I think Verona is going to be a, a, a top two line, a top six. That's good. I hope so. Um, I hope he slots in good with uh, his new team. So, you know, we miss him dearly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, okay. So, last couple things here. Uh, Jacob Silverberg out for the season. He had a surgery on his right hip. Silverberg, is he a forward or a defenseman? I, I can't remember. I think a forward. If Nate's still listening, he could tell us. Right. Um, but uh, I I think he's a forward. Okay. Um, I, which, again, you know, they're in full tank mode as well. So might as well just do your best to, to rest that. Um, Zach Bogosian be out last four weeks with Toronto Maple Leafs with a shoulder injury. Will likely miss the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I don't think that's a big loss for Toronto, um, but I'm sure that they're gonna they're gonna want him back for a playoff run as soon as possible, just to have that depth. Absolutely, and I think uh, they're they're in a comfortable enough spot. They don't need to force him back either. Rest him so he's there for the playoffs. But I think. Toronto could almost lose the rest of their games and still make the playoffs. <laughs> Are they leading right now? Um, one second. I have the standings pulled up. Um, yeah, they, oh yeah. Whew. They're, uh, nine points ahead of Winnipeg. So wow. they, uh, they'll probably clinch in a couple games anyway. Dude, that, that fucking division, such a gong show. It's going to be interesting to see what, uh, what it's like in the playoffs, who knows? Um, but I, I mean, as a Canadian, and I haven't actually talked to any of our Canadian hosts. Uh, I just wonder. I wonder if uh, it it's like better or worse. Like, do they like it better only playing the Canadian teams and having it be like this uh, kind of uh, like rivalry every? every night like or are the rivalries even that live in Canada I don't know it's interesting right well yeah I mean uh, I again I heard on the, the XM channel they were referring to Toronto and Montreal if they meet up in the playoffs which hasn't happened since like the 70s they said it'd be uh, 
Red Sox versus Yankees on steroids. So I guess that wow. answers your question. Yeah. Okay. Well, there it is, man. There it is. Um, <clears throat> I, I wonder how much money is being spent. I wonder how much what the revenue dollars are with these better rivalries. Like if there's more viewership, I'd love to see that stuff. Um, and then I'd love it to be amazing. And then I'd love to just have the player association shove it up the owner's hoops and say, fuck you. The cap needs to be a hundred million next year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the fact that every time hockey night in Canada is on, it's a Canada versus Canada matchup. I mean, they could do hockey night in Canada seven days a week and they're going to get great viewership because, you know, outside of playing you know, Montreal, playing Boston, none of their American matchups could live up to them playing each other. So I would be surprised if they don't have better viewership due to stay at home orders and constantly playing each other. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Well, I think we talked about the league enough. Let's get into our, our perfect week our perfect yet short week. Um, and the Washington wraparound. All right. I'd right, love Cavs to talk about, oh, or I'd love sorry. to mention that yeah. the week we forget to do predictions is the week we go perfect. I know. <laughs> so you knew, you knew I was going to go two and zero. Hockey troll always goes perfect. Um, so I don't think I've lit. I don't think I've ever come off of the. I've I told everyone I would at one point during during this podcast season, but no, it's I've I one hundred percent thought we would beat the Islanders two games in a row. Uh, So, you know, there I am. Never been wrong. Um, Total genius. Uh, On the, on the 22nd, and both of these games were in Nassau or wherever the hell the Islanders even play anymore. Who gives a shit? Um, They're both in New York. I'll say that. Um, First game, 7, 7 PM, a one, nothing win shootout here. Um, Shootout win. So the first period, kind of a back and forth period, but I think that the Islanders really dominated the play and the offensive chances. Uh, Samsonov, definitely the MVP for this game. It was a goaltending matchup between him and Varlamov. So definitely awesome to see. Insane. I mean, the the thing about Samsonov, and we'll get to this, and I'm sure that when we break down the next, uh, the next, game he'll let in some bullshit right like some really bad goals but and i think this is where the coaching staff likes him a little maybe possibly a little bit over vanacek is that the the insanity saves like the crazy saves that he should be down and out for he comes up with you know these yeah. you know uh, and i wouldn't even say it's he's put in these positions because of bad um fundamentals or or uh you know bad placement bad footwork bad anything on his part it's just that it's a great play in front of him and then he's got to read the situation and make the make the save in the splits or whatever that is <clears throat> and Sammy had a couple of those in the first period of this game so definitely the MVP of the first period uh you know couldn't convert on a first period power play and it's an Islanders game folks I mean we're we're basically trying to just uh, compete 
and make sure that we don't make any mistakes. I feel like when it's when we're playing against the Islanders, it just needs to be mistake-free, simple hockey. What do you think, Polly? Absolutely. I mean, you're not going to find better defense than a Barry Trotz Islanders combination. Um, You know, and and that just, you know, it was evident on the power play because out of all the teams, they watch Ovechkin the closest. Um, It's when you play the Islanders, you're just going to have to expect to play better defense than you normally do. And you have to score when you have the chance because you're not going to get good chances or not many of them. Exactly. That's exactly right. They clog the slot. I mean, they, they, they eat pucks. All their players are ready to block a shot. Um, <clears throat> it's tough because the Caps do like to involve their defense and get that shot from the point uh, or from, you know, Ovechkin in the left circle. So that's kind of a bordering on either a point perimeter shot all the way into, you know, kind of just a left circle shot, right? Not exactly uh, the cross crease make a move. And even if you could get into the cross crease, it's kind of, I mean, it just gets broken up because I got four guys in the slot. Um, the the thing that I always see is that I like, and, and on top of that, those four guys are like bruisers. So it's tough to play their game against them, right? It's tough to, to get the garbage goals in that, um, in that slot area. It's, it's just, you know, and they have solid goaltending. It, it's so basically a battle of attrition every time. And who can, you know, who can not give up the odd man rush, basically. Absolutely. Uh, when when Trotz left the Capitals, he picked the absolute best franchise to go to. I think for his style, yeah. for him, yeah, I think so too. And plus he had the backing of legend Lou Lamarillo. So, yeah. and the money. So, um, and he's done leaps and bounds to turn that, turn that, uh, turn that, uh, franchise around, I think, you know, losing Tavares, like all that stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm looking at it and, and a great pair of saves at the end of the first for Samsonov, I think off of Barzell breakaway, if I remember correctly. And then the caps look sloppy, but Sammy kept us in it after the first. Um, and then in the second though, the caps came out flying the Islanders basically just piled like we just talked about in front of their net and we're just like, you know, come at me, bro. And we did. Um, <clears throat> and it, it literally is just like, who's going to get the odd man rush that springs X, Y, and Z player. Uh, one thing I did want to note, and I've been very, I've been making a point to, um, I've been making a point to hit to like very much, talk about Mantha and in the sense of like, or at least watch him and, and see if he's throwing the body or if he's being physical in any way, shape or form, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I mean, this game, I, I saw him throw the body. I saw him digging out pucks. I mean, this is exactly what we want from him. I, I don't really care that he's not a Tom Wilson type or an Ovi type where he's like a rocket run into people because I think that big guys really just need to use their size to their advantage. Right. You know, um, rubbing guys out on the boards, just taking up that space and, you know, his hands are very gifted. So love to see that he can take that space and dish or get the shot on net. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Mantha basically is just being, he's being Verona with physical side. Right. With big, being big, being big Verona, yeah. right? You would hope less speed, but a little bit larger, a little bit more of a, of a, a team game, right? I mean, there were so many times where you, where the Caps would definitely try to spring Verona on like a bank pass off the boards, get behind the D, um, You'll probably see that from from Mantha, but maybe not from our own end. Maybe like a neutral zone kind of breaking down of a play. Right. And, you know, Mantha's very creative with the puck. He doesn't necessarily, you know, not that that's a, it's not a weakness for Verona, but Mantha doesn't necessarily need that type of play. He finds space. He makes space. He makes plays when there are no space. Um, I know it's early, but I'm very happy with this trade so far. I am too. And, you know, it's not that I did. We, I don't know. We don't have to get into it. It's not that we didn't like Verona. Love that kid. Yeah. But I love Verona. Yeah. I just hope that he. Uh, I hope that it just works out for him in, the, in his next spot, man. That's all. Uh, it's been working. I, I. I agree though. I think this is the right move. I think it was the right move over and over. You know, we had to get rid of Cap, do the things that we needed to do on the business side, and I think we got a bit of an upgrade. Not a huge night and day upgrade, but I would say material upgrade for sure um yeah so in the third still a zero zero gridlock caps take two penalties on pretty pretty uh easy calls i mean they were they were blatant uh kill both and each team uh literally just trying to chip away for literally anything uh defensive goaltending battle for sure um i don't know who put playoff hawkeye here was that you you, that's you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Playoff hockey. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so this would be... <laughs> Not playoff Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, auto, I was on my phone. It's probably an autocorrect. So, yeah, definitely a playoff <laughs> hockey situation. You know, that 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 uh, we'll, we'll say that cliche as many times as we need to. But a playoff atmosphere for sure. Um, again, it was less about pushing the play and more about not making a mistake. Uh, overtime, loser, point earned. Um, OT controlled by the Islanders, unfortunately, unfortunately uh, but the Caps played defense really well. I thought they really shut it down. Um, I swear, I tweeted, I was like, the if it was up to the Islanders, they would just play a battle of attrition until the other team forfeited versus scoring a goal um, at yeah. this point. You know, I, I know they've lit us up for eight, but man, they do not score goals. They have they have trouble. They have trouble doing it. Um, they they do. And you know, I I um, Orlov had a look. I forget who was with him. Uh, maybe it was Koozie. Maybe it was Mantha. Um, but the Caps only had one or two chances, really. Um, and only one of them stands out in my mind. And I know some people were curious as to why Ovi didn't touch the ice, and they thought it was because the Islanders controlled the puck, but he uh, he actually got hurt in the third, and that is um, why he wasn't on the ice. Right. <clears throat> um, so shout out Bavillier with a really nice berry on the shootout, but uh, Backstrom and, and Kuzi finished the job. That's a one nothing win. Samsonov probably the number one star of that game, and uh, yeah. and and we take the they we we. We concede the loser point, but we retain at this point the top seed in the division. <clears throat> yeah, Moving on, Kuzi, oh, go ahead. 
Tuesday right now, um, and we'll get into that more in the next game, he's looking like the guy that Carl Olsner says he is. So, you know, he's right. turning it on in a good time. Yeah. Um, love to see it because he had a, you know, he played a decent game here. Um, he was, he was noticeable. And then in the game that we're going into on the 24th, again, at the New York Islanders, whatever fucking arena they're playing at now, again, a 7 PM, uh, game, uh, he ends up having like three points, including a goal. Uh, so <clears throat> first off, uh, for this game, no Ovi. So tell me what happened. Cause I didn't get to watch this thing. Um, I've was being forced into slave labor for <laughs> this house. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, no Ovi, it's a lower body injury. Um, Lavillette had said after the game, he's uncertain for Tuesday's game. They don't want to push it. Um, with the playoffs coming up. So hopefully he does play Tuesday so he can make a last ditch effort at that 30 goal season, but um, still unsure at this point, which uh, with no OV means Oshi gets the A. Um, we had an OVS goal by Hathaway early on. Um, he shoots it from what I've heard called dead ice, which is outside the dots. Uh, he's near the boards. And he fired it, and I wasn't sure if it deflected off of the defender or not, but uh, Hathaway gets that nice early goal. Um, and then a few minutes later, Oshbabe makes it 2 to nothing on a nice feed from Backy. Uh, the pass came uh, – Backy got the puck from Mantha, which is his career point number 200. And Beauvillier on a power play goal makes it 2-1 to one at the end of the first. Yeah. So, first of all, for the Hathaway goal – uh, an incredible, it, it was just a good hard nose play. Get the puck to the net on ice, five hole. I don't think it got deflected at all. I think that he, I think that the defenseman that was on him, cause it was an awkward play. He was kind of turning, uh, towards yeah. the net, uh, and just kind of flung it. And you could see his stick like turn over. So he was just kind of like whipping it. Um, it was a good goal, hard shot. Uh, Sorokin definitely wants that back. I'm sure. Uh, but at the same time, he was fully screened by in a, in a weird way by the defenseman. Um, the Oshbabe goal, that play was fucking beautiful. Coming in, I mean, it seemed like Backstrom and Mantha touched the puck like thirty times as they were crossing the blue line there. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. I, I really like. I think Mantha fits in well with that line. That that's a very good fit there. Yeah, um, and you know, Oshi being kind of like the hard, the hard nosed guy on that line, with the help from size, because you know I think Oshi and Wilson play really well together as well. So Oshi's not a big guy. I mean, he's he's larger than probably I am, but I think he's around six foot, and you know, in the two hundred and uh, you know the close to two hundred range of weight on any given day. Uh, but you have, and then you have Baxter, who's approximately the same size, but then you have Mantha that really kind of creates space for those guys. Um, and across the blue line, like the give and go, I mean, in between players, we just broke down the entire defense there, uh, made them look silly to be completely honest. Um, I, they were in completely great position, all of them too. Uh, it, we just were better. Love to see it. Uh, and yeah. then, <clears throat> Beauvillier on a t- on on the power play, you know what can you do? Right, 
Um, you know, and I was a little surprised to see Sorokin in the net. I, I think Varlamov has played every goal, every game against the Caps so far. Uh, I'm definitely not mad about it. I'm, I'm glad that he was the one in net. Yeah. Uh, and he's a rookie, so he's trying to get his, his bearings on him for sure. Uh, right. <clears throat> so, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure Islanders fans are tearing Barry Trotz a new one for that, for that goaltending right. change, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, first goal of the period on the second comes from another shorty allowed by the Caps this season. That's the league leading eight, um, uh, from Adam Pellick. And this was, it was a blast. Don't get me wrong, but to beat, and this is what we're talking about, the softy, uh, to beat, Samson on five hole. That's, uh, I don't know. What are you doing there? Are you sleeping? You know, he went down to the butterfly and everything, but just absolutely smacked that puck. Yeah. Not good. Not good. <laughs> um, but you know, not long after Nick Dowd comes in snipe off of a spinorama in the, in the slot. That was a, a very nice play, a screen set by the Swedish wonder Haglin. Um, <laughs> and then, more Ovi-esque performance. Uh, Spronger extends the lead on a feed from Kuzi. Uh, and then the the Islanders were able to make it 4-3 to three on a power play goal from Peugeot following an Orlov holding. So 4-3 to three after 2. But back to Kuzi being the guy we know he can be, he pretty much goes coast to coast. It was from like the top of the circles in the defensive zone, and he just all by himself goes down, scores, and Sprong, with a very OVS goal, he gets it right off the face-off in Ovi's face-off spot and just smacks it home. Five minutes left, a 6-3 to three victory for the Caps. Um, aside from a, a few, you know, a few poo-poos, the, the Caps looked good. And I think this is the kind of game they needed with Ovi not in the game, they, uh, I don't know if they rallied behind him or, you know, get, go get one for Ovi or if it, everything was just clicking, but they looked good. I agree. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, this is the type of game that the Caps probably win against the Islanders every time, though. If you're going to open up and you're going to have questionable goaltending and you're going to let the Washington Capitals take rushes on you. We'll probably win that every time. I feel good about that. Um, it's the it's the night before that where you have that defensive lockdown that the Caps have zero movement and a strong forecheck. Um, you're not gonna. That's that's the game that troubles us for sure. So <clears throat> definitely a little out of character. Um, things got opened up. I think once the Islanders got down. Um, but that's a Barry Trotz team, man. They want to get the lead and play with it, and they are good at that. So, yeah, this was the first. Vi- I think this was like one of the very little, one or two losses that the Islanders have taken at home this season. So great to kind of hit them in the mouth there. Um, Absolutely. I see. I see you have some some uh, some stats here. Yeah, so uh, as of last night, or as of Saturday night, the Capitals lead the NHL in goals scored at 167. They also lead the league in combined points by defensemen this year, 27 goals, 94 assists. They had four points uh, as as a blue line against the Islanders on Saturday. 
It was Laviolette's 668th win. He's now 14th all-time. Uh, Zdeno Chara, it was his 1600th game, which was kind of nice to hit that milestone because he started his career with the Islanders. <laughs> and just just a little reminder for all the Dylan hate I see on Twitter, uh, he is a stud, and he is important to this team's success. Against the Islanders on Saturday, he had two assists. He was plus four. He had a shot on net, four hits, and a blocked shot. Um, you can post all the Dylan hate you want. I disagree with you, and I think that he is a very integral part of this team, and I love him. Yeah, um, love to see that he's getting he's getting some success. I think that a lot of his uh, quote-unquote shortcomings have come from Bad luck. You know, I hate to say it, but there is like that fucking, I mean, well, no, that was Carlson, but there, I've seen him try to rim it out and it like hits a stanchion and then comes back in for a goal or something. And you're just like, oh, well, shit. Like, what do you do there? That happened. You know? That was Thursday or Saturday night that happened and Sammy had the goal, uh, had the save, but that did just happen to Dylan within the last couple games. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, he, what do you gonna tell a defenseman? Like, are you going to tell him to, like, not rim it out on the glass? Not do the thing that every coach has told you? Like, that, not do the thing that you're supposed to do? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think this one was even – he kept it on the – it was off the boards. And it, it hit – it was on the, the bottom piece where it's yellow. And I think uh. it was – like, there was, like, you know, probably wasn't perfectly even. And so he caught um, – you know, because sometimes the boards um, – I'm not – the word I'm thinking of here, but they, they like shift around and stuff, you know? Right. Um, so it probably was like, just like a half an inch sticking out where they meet and it, it popped right into the front. And luckily Sammy had to save, but you know, you can't, can't blame guys for that. And it does seem to happen to Dylan quite a bit. Right. Right. And uh, I mean, what's the odds that you hit the mismatch on the yellow part, especially those are, that's generally a pretty solid area of the, of the ice rink, you know? Um, warped warped is the word I was thinking the boards get warped you know like any structural thing and that's your your vocabulary lesson from the capture podcast brought to you by that snack poly cupcakes Um, we've had warped plethora and myriad so far yeah I mean we are we went to college folks we went to college Uh, not that we're using (laughs) any of that knowledge today but we went did okay next week's games on the 27th versus new york so the caps finally have a homestand like a more than one game homestand it's been a shit show lately we've been kind of like one game at home like enjoy it while it lasts and then you're on the road again next week's games are going to be versus new york that's on the 27th on the 29th versus pittsburgh and on the first against Pittsburgh, those flightless fucking shitbirds. I am riding high right now. I am riding high. Um, I think we go three and zero. Polly, don't be a bitch. Don't be a fucking bitch, Polly. Two zero and one. So three wins, just one overtime. Or wait, so you think two wins but one overtime loss? Yeah, five points. Five points. Paul, you fucking coward. 
All right, typing that in right now. No, I think we fucking dominate. I mean, the Caps bringing this momentum into this week, having played two tough road games, and then on the sec- the first road game prevailing um, in a shootout and basically a battle of attrition, and then being able to kind of open up the legs two days later and and start playing a little bit more free and burying. Gotta love it. Interesting to see what what New York does on the road. Uh, they haven't been a world beater on the road, but at the same time, we just hit them in the mouth. So they're probably going to come back and, okay, well, this game went, you know, the first game when we played sound defensive structure and hard to the boards, we had a chance to win when we tried to get into a, uh, a track meet with the Washington Capitals. They blew our fucking doors off. So can't wait for that. Uh, 120% gonna just destroy Pittsburgh. I'm just saying it now. I think that Pittsburgh is fucking soft. They've had the absolute easiest schedule in the entire NHL. Uh, I think in the first month they front loaded all of their hard games and they've had fucking cupcakes ever since. I mean, their last half of the schedule has been an absolute cakewalk. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins could still miss the playoffs if we take these two games and then Boston takes the, the other two games against them. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that they're going to be losing anything to Buffalo or New Jersey uh, or even maybe even the Rangers. But if, if they lose out or lose the majority of the games from here on out, it's very likely that they don't make the playoffs. And that would just – that would sustain me. That would sustain me for a long time. <laughs> Well, um, the Tuesday game against the Islanders, I believe, is the first game that Caps fans are back in the building. Oh, that's right. That's right. Good call. So, so. any of you Caps fans that are going, fucking take some pictures and tag us on Twitter or other social medias if you're in yeah. the game, in the uh, in the Capital One building. Let make us, us jealous. Yeah, definitely make us jealous. Um <clears throat> And yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's about it, Polly. I don't know about you. Do you have anything else? No, I'm good. Let's go caps. Absolutely. Let's go caps. Let's beat those fucking shitbirds from Pittsburgh. Uh, finally on home ice. I mean, I think with fans, you know, I think that's gonna, it's gonna probably up the stakes a little bit. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I mean, boys, they've had, Literally everything handed to them. Let's take everything else away. Um, okay. That's it for me. And All right. And Polly Cupcakes. <laughs> Until Thursday. Tune in. I'm going to be talking um, OV contract again with a bit of a caveat, uh, which has been brought to me, sort of, or at least I was thinking about it. So tune in on Thursday as we discuss OV's contract. And... Um, Polly, I think, is going to be a little bit more negative and go on a little bit of a rant about women's hockey and, and how they deserve better, which they absolutely do. Yep, tune in. So, until Thursday, Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.
and follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Podnet on social and the Hockey Podcast Network.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs>